So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, today we're gonna talk about another book, and the book is called The Y Cafe, and I think it is fucking amazing. I'm gonna see, I don't know, I haven't had a look at it because I don't want to spoil myself, you know, I just wanna, you know, more or less react to it rather than just presenting it. Yeah, anyway, we're gonna see after the intro as always. I stay intro without any sound, and I should, I don't know how to deal with that. You know, there's probably some, some workaround thing that I could be doing, you know, I could also just edit it in afterwards, but I don't want to do that because it takes time. Yeah, I'm not sure. The thing is, um... Yeah, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development Techniques Podcast. Um, the links to this article is as always going to be down in the description and or in the show notes if you are on the podcast and also the link to the podcast since, you know, since I'm reading something and if you think about it, you know, if I think about the podcast and it is more or less an audiobook, which feels better than the YouTube thing here, you know, at least for me, like I think it is kind of a better idea, better thing to do, but I don't know, like we will see and, and we will have a look at it and we will uh, then decide or something. I don't know. We're going to see. This is my point. We are going to see. Um. Anyway, I think I'm then going to eat something because I haven't eaten something today. Not, not, not that much at least. Well, anyway, I found a, a pretty, pretty fucking great summary, you know, with illustrations and stuff like that. The thing is in English. Well, uh, thank you. It is in English. And because I think is the original in German, like, I don't know, but... Um, I have gotten th uh, the idea for going through this book by, uh, by someone. And I appreciate that. I really, truly appreciate that. Especially when it is a good book. And the good thing is that I've also found the, um, the English version of it. The problem is with a lot of German books that you are not gonna find the English version and or you're not gonna find the English summary. Of course, then I think like, well, let's just look up and, and see if I can find a German summary. But I can't find any fucking thing. You know, of course, some books that are universally uh, just translated, if you want to say that, it's probably wrong, but I don't care. Um, you're going to find a summary on that very easily. Um, for example, another book that I want to go through, but I do just have to look up whether I can find a good summary or a better summary is uh, Pope Joanne, which I think could be pretty interesting, even though it is about religion, just do not really want to fuck with that because, you know, people are pretty sensitive when it comes to that. And something else is, I think, Siddhartha, even though it's also religious, and some other things. But I'm looking forward to that, and I just truly appreciate it. Maybe this person is gonna see this, maybe, I don't really know, but uh, I really appreciate that. I truly do. Uh, anyway, I'm just gonna read. Uh, I would like to give you just a German name. I think the... Uh, let, let me have a look at it, you know, because for some people... There's not a lot of German listeners, I know that, but, but maybe, maybe, what is it called? Uh, let's find it. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, das Café am Rande der Welt, of course. Which is translated... Yes, it is an original English book. You know, I just... Just saying. I know. Anyway. Four minutes of bullshitting. Well done. Summary of the book, The Y Café by John P. Streckerley. By LOD on May the 20th, 2019. So it is a year old quite. I often came across the Y Cafe on the shelves of bookstores. Having the bad habit of judging a book by its cover, literally, I always promised myself to never buy this brownish, yellowish, tainted colored book. Is the energetic Tessa paradise the Quebecer 
creator of the card game called Totem, who kindly gave me this book during a meetup in a coffee shop. She told me that this was her favorite book and that it had tremendously changed her perspective of life. Such enthusiasm forced me to open the book on my metro ride back to my house and in the end I never put it down. Behind a simple story on a main character who isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, actually questioning about life resonates for quite a while, even after closing down the book. I cooked up for you an illustrated infographic that recaps the book's highlights. So unfortunately I wasn't able to find a better summary, because I don't know if it re represents the book so good, but I think it is actually a really good book. I don't actually know why, but I just feel it in my uh, arteries. A summary of the book, the cafe by blah 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 blah. First one, I'm gonna zoom in. and. The illustrations are beautiful. I love them. I enjoyed. This is the story of a guy totally lost. Literally. John takes a couple of days off to get away from pressure and charge up his batteries. An incident forces him to drive back home halfway. He then get lost on an isolated road and how and low on gas the night for. So it is indeed a fucked up situation. He finally drives by a cafe in the middle of nowhere. The Y Cafe. The place is cozy and the furniture seems brand new. The waitress hands him the menu with a smile. So it seems to be pretty nice. You know? Three questions are printed on the menu. Why are you here? Are you, fearing, are you fearing death? And are you fulfilled? John realized that the first question turns into Why am I here? As he looks at the menu once again. Why am I here? The funny thing is, every singular... In every single episode, I think since I've started, but I'm not quite sure, the three questions that I want you to think about is why are you here, what are you trying to change, and what is bothering you the most, what pisses you off really a lot. Because I think these three questions are amazing, and it's pretty funny to see, like, why are you here, what are you trying to do, you know. The waitress warns him, when you start asking yourself, why am I here, a radical change occurs. John hesitates to push uh, this thought any further. He thinks that... Is what he thinks that his life is good, so quote unquote good, so why bother with philosophical questions? Guided by the waitress, he opens up and starts thinking about his life. Pretty, I do wonder how you come up with the idea of okay, there's a menu and stuff like that. Pretty interesting. John never really questions himself on his purpose and what made his life fulfilled. He spends 10 hours a day working at a small desk to get a promotion that will make him work 14 hours a day at a slightly bigger desk. And maybe just a 1% raise in wage. Maybe. Maybe even not. Maybe even nothing. Um, but, but, but yeah, indeed. By the way, I think this is the first fictional book that I'm ever covering on here. Ever. Ever, ever. Amazing. John spends most of his day working to gain enough money to retire, but should it necessarily be that way? Once we have found our purpose and what makes us fulfilled, why do we need to wait for retirement to enjoy life? And it is one of the fundamental things that piss me off so much. Really. Everyone that's just working a fucking bullshit job that pisses everyone off and, and is like, you know, I'm gonna retire in 30 years, you know, it's gonna be fine. I don't give a shit. Like, if you're just wasting your fucking life all the fucking time with fucking working a bullshit job that you hate... No, no, just no. It is a fucked up thing. Don't do that. I hate it so much. But if it is so obvious, why don't people just do what they want to do? Because they think I'm not gonna have this Ferrari, I'm not gonna have the fucking nice flat. No, you, you maybe not gonna have in the first five years. But, but, the whole big fucking but is that if you really work on something that you absolutely like to do, and, but you know, on one hand, there is finding passion in what you're working on and 
working on something you're passionate about. These are two just different things and still something to think about. The thing is, um, people, I think one of the main reasons is, is that people do not want to live a worse life probably worse life, unless you start with it, then it is not necessarily worse, but maybe a worse life for, I don't know, five years, 10 years to then have a fucking good life. Because, I mean, you can build yourself something, you, can, you know, you can build a business in theory. Some people are made for doing that, some people are not. I'm not quite sure about myself where I am on the spectrum of yes to no, but, um, but yeah. And, and the thing is, working a job that you don't like for probably a a wage, you know, I, you know, most often it's the case that we just work on something because of money. And the thing is, uh, we work a job that we don't like for money with which we buy things we don't need to impress people we don't give a fuck about. This is a quote by Gary Vaynerchuk and I absolutely love it because, yeah, yeah, what do you need money for? If you're fucking happy, then you don't need just such a lot of money because you're happy with whatever you're doing. Of course, I mean, traveling is nice and you need money for traveling. And uh, food is nice and good food is nice and you need money for good food. But but I don't like that. Just has to be a balance. Just has to be a fucking balance. So, but if it is so obvious, why don't people just do what they want? Sterile distractions, fear of change, upbringing. Yes, of course, my circumstances, they were so bad, so I can't do that. Religious beliefs and overconsumption force us to fit the mold without asking much questions. Overconsumption, underline that 300 times. Totally the case. <laughs> I already love it so much because it's, it, it summarizes and just talks about so many things that I, that I feel about. We tend to believe that the only path to happiness and self-achievement is to buy things. Marketers understood that by targeting our anxiety and fears, they can sell us anything. With the promise of happiness and security, we buy things that are more or less useful. Yes, more or less. Of course, there is some things that are just useful. You know, I don't want to talk about anything that we can buy, something bad, because it is not. Food is good, good food is good, healthy food is good, and, and you know, nice shoes that are not hurting you, and all those things, like... These are good things. I understand that. We find an okay job to be able to pay these things we buy. Frustrated, we buy more stuff to feel better. We end up spending most of our life stuck in frustration, in a frustrating routine, idealizing retirement, thinking we will then be able to freely do what we love. But then in the end, the, the thing is, a, a lot of people argue that, you know, you should not be doing this because your life is so short and whatnot. The thing is, if you retire with 70, you're still having around 30 to 40 years left. It depends on, you know, it depends on various factors, of course. But, you know, this is also one of the reasons why I just am an advocate of a healthy living. You know, you're going to have a longer life and you can waste more time, potentially. Don't do that, potentially. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, if you retire, you're not gonna die in two seconds you know you're still having some time left and you of course still can do things but but i don't know like i, I don't see the balance in okay i'm gonna work my ass off for 50 years doing something that i don't like and then i'm gonna have like 30 years something like that maybe even only 20 years it depends 40 years could also be the case um of doing something that i actually want to do the problem then is do you really know what you want to do I don't know. I don't at this point in time know what I want to do. And I know that a lot of people haven't figured them out as well. Just no matter how old they are. Like, of course, the older you get, the more you, you understand what you need and what you want and, and all kinds of things. Um, but, but still, you know, who, who, who knows that? Exactly. Like some, some people know. And I appreciate that. I think that this is an amazing thing. But, um, but yeah.
Most of people fear that they will never be able to do what they want with their life before they die. But you cannot fear that you will miss out on what you want to do if you have already done it. Which is a pretty huge part, you know, that people most often regret those things that they didn't do rather than those things that they did do. Because, you know, what would have happened? If you're already living your dream life or stringing bats in Patagonia, then you won't be worrying about your savings. People who choose to live according to their purpose are so fulfilled that worries about money and what people may think are insignificant. Of course. Of course. People in sync with their life goals shine and attract good fortune. They are fully confident that they can make their dreams come true as they know things will come their way without trying to identify the mistakes the mystical phenomenon that will automatically bring luck on their path so they can achieve their goals. What are the methods to identify your purpose? Question mark. Meditation, strolls in the woods, travels. The goal is to relax and allow some me time so you can connect with your inner voice. It will guide you to find the activity we we you can be fulfilled, where you can be fulfilled and reach your ideal me. Yes. I don't know, maybe journaling as well, Just write down things, write down uh, ideas that you're having in your mind and, and all sorts of things so that you, you know, maybe after some time can have a look at it and be like, well, you know, I've, I've often been just thinking about writing something. I've often been thinking about just giving public speeches. I've often been thinking about this and that. And, and, and yeah, but I do want to point out that I think purpose in life does not necessarily have something to do with the work that you're doing. It, it would be good, I guess, because... You know, work takes up quite a lot of time of the uh, um, of 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 our life, quite. So, doing something that you that you want to be doing and doing something that fulfills you is a good strategy. But on the other hand, like, yeah, some people can definitely handle it. Some people can handle like um, an okay job, but doing something besides that that is really amazing. It also works. But I, by the way, don't know if meditation is gonna be. You know, meditations I'm thinking about, like, you know, like I'm meditating, sitting still and just really relaxing quite. So, yeah. But as I said, maybe journaling, maybe also consuming a lot of things, just just reading things and seeing what other people have been doing and, and what you could actually be doing to get context and, and ideas. Try to live now the ideal life you plan on living when retired. The challenge is to find your own definition of success, happiness and fulfillment. You must identify what makes you happy and make it a part of your life instead of letting others decide for you. Indeed, the only problem that I'm seeing there is short term versus long term. A lot of people are going to be like, well, yeah, I'm going to have a really good, nice life in the present. You know, I'm not going to think about the future. I don't care. Yeah and no. You know, which can lead to, okay, I'm going to smoke because, you know, I don't care anyway. No, don't smoke. It's not good for your long-term health. So, but I know that that the author also thinks in that way a bit. I kind of feel that. Goody mood, feel good blog. And then that's quite it with it. What this book brought to me. The author questions why should I wait for retirement to finally spend my days doing what I love since I could do it now. I could choose to define what is my ideal life then, find my purpose and make what and may and what makes me happy instead of living a daily routine that can be sometimes frustrating but yet offers a financial security and guarantee my savings for retirement after reading this book i was torn between the feelings of childish joy after all live your ideal life is just a choice and the feeling of urgency of not being where i belong a fear of missing out almost as if i was letting my life fly by without honoring my purpose and moving away from my ideal life should one really live 
everything behind to get away from his unhealthy consumerism world and live in Laponian cave to give <laughs> one's passion for ice sculpture, experiment, fulfillment and owners one's purpose? Maybe, maybe not. To start with, what is my definition of an ideal life? Question mark. What is my passion? What is my purpose? What do I want to do with my life? My head is spinning, taking a deep breath. So what extent my definition of success, happiness and pl plenitude is determined by others? What? So what extent, what extent my definition... I don't really know if it's written correctly, but but anyway. I gave some thoughts to my own little recipe for happiness to have a fulfilled life without disrupting our retirement plan and causing a heart attack to my parents. Find a job that has a mission aligned with your personal values. Identify the activity that makes us happy and give our life a purpose, our own life goal. Allow some me time to live your passion, set up a ritual or a method to keep this me time constant. Potentially work half time to keep a salary while working on your life project. At the end of this book, of his book, John P. Streckley suggests about 10 questions to foster the discussion and guide us in the understanding of his words. Just like Casey, the waitress was doing when guiding John. He helps you to apply the tips from the Y Cafe in your everyday life and set us on the right track to find our purpose. Do you find your recipe for happiness? Did you find your life project? Feel free to leave a comment below. Take care of yourself. It is amazing. And I I don't I didn't know why. But I've I've seen like I think one thing and it's been I think it's actually been this, but if if it is so obvious, why don't people just do what they want? And this alone um let me know that it is gonna be a very interesting book and very interesting thing. I hope that I'm gonna find a longer thing, maybe also a German summary because I do want to know how much of it is actually represented in the book, but it's amazing. I I just enjoy that, that there, because there's so many things that I often and constantly talk about in this book. I I think it's gonna be actually some of these that that I'm just gonna be like, well, read that. You know, don't listen to me. Read that, and that's everything that you need. It's like here you go. But I wonder the why cafe cafe summary. Maybe we can find something relatively quickly. Goodreads. I mean, like, yeah, often there's going to be a lot of, let's say, um, reviews. But I'm not looking forward to reviews, but rather um, but rather more or less a summary. Book review, book review, yeah. Book summary. Hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to read this as well. I, I hope that I'm going to link it down, maybe. I picked up a book called The Y Cafe yesterday evening from the public library and to my pleasant surprise, I finished it today. It was so insolving that I had difficulty setting it down once I started it. This is a book about introspection and is laid out as a story as a storybook with examples. The author mentioned three questions that everyone could ask themselves. Why am I here? Why am I here? What is the purpose of my existence? I'm sorry. What all do I want to do in my life? Do I fear death? Am I afraid that I would die before I can do all things I wanted to do? Am I fulfilled? Did I pursue the things that make me happy? How can you break free from the cycle of working hard on an inspiring job to make enough money to buy yourself things that others tell you make you happy? And finding out that you have lesser time to enjoy those things and then wait for some magical time, say retirement, when you can do what you really want to do. He gives an example of a fisherman who instead of chasing an empty dream, lives in the present and enjoys his time doing what he likes now. The author calls it finding your own PFE, purpose of purpose for ex 
existence. For example, things that you would like to do or achieve, things which actually matter to you and would give you continued fulfillment. A person who is following his PFE would then become self-driven and content that he's making progress towards something more meaningful. How to identify one's PFE? Ask the question, why am I here? Try different things, spend time thinking and reflecting, try different experiences like traveling, reading, learning new skills, and then finding out what gives you thrill or happiness. Amazing. Amazing. I hope that I'm, I hope that I'm going to remind uh, or remember. I do, by the way, also wonder how long the book is. Maybe Goodreads is talking about that. It might actually be one of the books that I'm going to buy myself. But it's only rated 3.7 out of 5. Why? This is my question. Why? 144 pages. It's actually not that long. I would like to read it. Actually. I don't know why. It's, it's a funny feeling. It's a really funny feeling. Can anyone provide me with John's thoughts about selling your life for dollars? Yeah. Um, we work our ass off our whole life long for some money, but we don't like the job and we don't like it. The inspirational number one bestseller by now translated into 21 languages and ready uh, and read read by more than a million readers worldwide. In a small cafe at a location so remote it is uh, its sites in the middle of the middle of nowhere. I see. John, a man in in a hurry, is at a crossroads. Is at a crossroads. Intent only on refueling before moving along on his road trip. He finds sustenance of an entirely different kind. In addition to the special of the day, the cafe menu lists three questions all diners are encouraged to consider. Why are you here? Do you fear death? And are you fulfilled? With with this food for thought and the guidance of three people he meets at the cafe, John embarks on a journey of self-discovery that takes him from the executive suits of the advertising world Pretty funny thing. I think it is, isn't it just such a common thing? Like, you know, where are you working? Yeah, it's an advertising firm. I think it is so common. Um, Advertising world to the surf of Hawaii's coastline. Along the way, he discovers a new way to look at life himself and just how much you can learn from a green sea turtle. The alchemist for the 21st century. Gotta also have to have a look at the alchemist, by the way. I think I haven't. I think I've ditched it a little bit as well as the prince, I guess. If I remember correctly, or I have, I actually have to look it up. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I am going to end the episode there. I, I really appreciate it that, that you've been staying with me. It's a pretty good book, but I, but I don't know. Like, I don't know how much of interpretation there is in a summary. Like it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I wish the best health of happiness and also success. And also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means, Yeah. And basically means um, how you're going to be remembered. And, and you know what people are going to say about you once you are gone. Which I think is also another pretty good question. Um, yeah, three other questions that I'm having with you are. And, and now I'm always going to have to think about it. Which is actually a pretty good anchor. The why cafe. Um, why are you here? What are you trying to change and what's bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea because these things are important. As also Victor Franklin, How to Win Friends, and uh, not How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, but Victor Frankl and Man's Search for Meaning said. Um, yeah, really cool, really cool. The question of today, by the way, is could you say something? Could you make something? Could you create something that... Um, that that you know is going to make somebody's life better 
even if it is saying something, if it is just a little compliment, even if it's if it is just something pretty minor, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hope that I'm gonna find something. I really want to see if it is. Maybe I'm actually gonna find the real book some somewhere in the internet. Even though I don't want to say that, maybe we're gonna just quickly have a look at it to just validate it. Well, yeah. Anyway, uh, or I'm gonna buy it. Maybe it's an audiobook. Would actually be nice. Um, because I also feel like reading. But on the other hand, I just should read something in German. Quite because I don't know. I can't speak German anymore. Quite. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna see you next time. Thank you very much. I appreciate it so much. And and I'll I'll hopefully see you. I wish you the best. Bye bye. Have a nice day. An amazing day. And yeah. Like well, can I please thank you? So bye bye.